Hello and welcome to the brand new podcast, Exploring the Art Market. I'm your host, Maria Baitsova-Wenens. As this is the very first episode, let me start by introducing myself. I'm an intellectual property lawyer, active in the field since 2004, patent and trademark attorney, mediator in civil and commercial cross-border disputes, as well as a business writer. And I'm truly in love with the subject matter of the art market from all its perspectives, but especially looking at legal, financial and technological aspects of and around art. It is fascinating to see how the art market develops and even more so to try to imagine how it will develop itself looking forward. In this podcast series, I would like to address some interesting questions related to the art field, like, for example, mediation of art-related disputes the issues related to graffiti, appropriation art, the concept of authorship, and many, many more. As a lawyer, I'm, of course, first of all, looking at the legal side of a story, but I would not want to limit the themes of this podcast only to legal issues. The art market has so many stories to tell and so many things to talk about, and that's where I would like to contribute. So tune in and do stay tuned. In today's episode, I will start with mediation. Namely, I want to discuss if mediation is a good choice for art-related disputes. Of course, I'm a mediator myself, so in this question I might be somewhat biased. However, I will still try to give a general picture. So, let's begin, shall we? Art is probably as versatile as the human nature. There is rarely an art object that is plain and straightforward. Most of the times, there are numerous layers, influences, interpretations, and perceptions. So, conflicts where art objects are involved are likewise multifaceted. You see, it is not only purely legal issues which are at stake in these conflicts. More than often, there are plenty other considerations involved – moral, cultural, historical, diplomatic, and spiritual. But even if we stick to just the legal story, Legal issues in the art-related disputes are generally fairly complex on their own. Often they are cross-border, involving several jurisdictions and a set of sometimes conflicting and definitely not uniform legal norms. Besides, sometimes art-related disputes are a direct consequence of certain delicate historical events. To drop in the metaphor, trying to solve art-related disputes in a national court of a particular country is like trying to squeeze a three-dimensional object into a two-dimensional frame, hoping that it would somehow fit. The thing is, it does not. And even if it does, it becomes a weird installation. This is why, speed and efficiency aside, mediation might be an optimal choice. Look, it provides for the possibility to take different factors into account when coming up with a solution. It allows for certain creativity as to the solution itself. Here, for example, there was a dispute concerning the picture by Jan Grefir the Elder, view of Hamilton Court Palace. The case was considered by the spoliation advisory panel, so strictly speaking, it was not a mediation. But if we look at the essence of the process, it is very much akin. So, how did that turn out? The solution achieved actually served interests of all the parties involved, in a fairly creative way, which would certainly not be possible in the traditional litigation. What they came up with was a commemorative plaque which was put next to the painting in the Tate Gallery, which was honoring the need for recognition of the suffering of the Holocaust victims. Plus, there was an ex gracia payment made to the family of the plaintiff. 
You see, the solution looked into the real interests of the parties, not just the positions they expressed. And that's precisely why the solution was beneficial and accepted by both parties. What is very important here is that it allowed parties to save future relationships, instead of focusing only on redressing the past wrongs. Now the speed. Mediation can be so much faster than any other alternative. In the case related to Tasmanian human remains, it took three days to solve the 20-year-old and very painful dispute. The complexity of this case was enhanced by a clash between property rights and Aboriginal cultural and spiritual beliefs. One can say who cares about the beliefs that there is a clarity with property rights, and that would be so fundamentally wrong and detrimental to the conflict. If the focus is on fostering relationships and on finding a solution which would be future-oriented, one cannot just blindly focus on the letter of law. Dr. Wayne Dyer famously wrote, when given the choice between being right and being kind, choose kind. That doesn't mean that one should disregard what the law says, but it is about understanding what is truly at stake. It is about embracing the complexity and searching for an answer from the position of kindness and building rather than destroying. In the Tasmanian remains case, what worked was, amongst others, the joint custody of the remains. Moving on, another case where creativity in the solution was applied. Cincinnati Art Museum versus Jordan case over the panel of Taihe. Parties in dispute agreed to jointly exchange molds of the respective parts of the panel of Taihe which allowed both sides to be able to present the work in its entirety. What that means is that, in the end, this solution benefited many more people than just those involved in the dispute. So, mediation offers speed, flexibility, creativity, and possibility to explore many options otherwise unavailable to the parties. On top of that, money and relationships can be saved. You probably wonder what can possibly go wrong. Well, for starters, art is more than often also a matter of public interest. So what we have here is that there might be situations where there is a collision between private interests and interests of a general public. Notable example of this is the dispute between Norton Simon and the government of India. In this case, parties agreed that with settling this particular dispute, the government of India would abstain from taking any action against Mr. Simon in connection with any other Indian antiquity acquired by him outside India for the upcoming year. While from the private interest perspective this is a viable solution, one might really question whether it would benefit the general public. Moreover, if mediation fails, information disclosed during the process cannot be further used in court. That might become a huge stumbling block for certain cases. Even though mediation has an outstanding success rate, the resolution is still not guaranteed, and that's another contra. Finally, success of mediation is a combination of numerous factors. Amongst these factors is the willingness of parties to actively participate in the process and assume maximum responsibility for their ultimate agreement. Also, in art-related disputes, perhaps even more than in some other cases, the right mediator is essential to success of the process. Formally speaking, it is, of course, up to the parties in mediation to bring in and solve all their issues, but skills and the ability of mediator to see the art-related dispute in all its versatility is crucial in order to duly assist the process. 
So, like in any matter, there are pros and there are cons. But still, be it as it may, personally, I remain a strong believer that mediation and art are in fact a match made in heaven. In the notes to this podcast, I will include some links to the interesting material for further reading. Should you have any questions you want to ask around mediation and especially mediation in art-related disputes, please feel free to drop an email to maria.boysova at gmail.com and I will come back to you. If you have any suggestions for the themes you absolutely would like to hear about in this podcast, please also shoot them all to my email. In the meantime, have a great week! Subscribe to my podcast, share it with your friends and colleagues and everyone who you think might be interested. My name is Maria Baitsova-Venans. Till next time on Exploring the Art Market Podcast.